0: It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me fine. All I wanna say is,
1: just give me some
0: hot pizza. Steve's at all here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio stations and podcasts around the country each and every week, and it's all brought to you hot fresh and in 30 minutes or less. To reach any of the advisors featured, call them 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 600-700. We turn the page on another month this week. So what else happened?
2: The week
1: that was. It started way
2: up above. In the
0: market, equities notched their seventh straight monthly advance. That's the longest winning streak since January of 2018. Couple that with the S&P trading near its highest levels since 2000. The Nasdaq hit another new high this week, 15,309. The market opened a bit down on Friday after a disappointing jobs report with the country adding just 235,000 positions. That said, the unemployment rate dropped to 5.2% from 5.4%. As a whole, it's the worst month since January, fueling fears that rising COVID cases could negatively impact what has been a steady recovery in the world of jobs. Well, we'll see what impact the federal unemployment program's ending this weekend will have on the job front. Some 9 million will lose benefits entirely, another 3 million will see aid reduced by 300 bucks a week. Will that be enough to send people back to work? Well, we'll have to wait and see. And those added benefits have been in place since March of 2020. And I read this week that Ruth Marks passed away. She was 85. So why do I mention that? A couple reasons. She was the mother of Richard Marx, You know, the 80s crooner. He had great hits, Hold On to the Nights and Endless Summer Nights. And he's still touring today, so good for him. Now, what you may not know is that his mother, Ruth, was a songstress of her own right. Who could forget these classics? Ask any mermaid you
2: happen to see What's the best tuna Chicken of the Sea? This table crew has a plan And they begin by digging into those Two scoops In every Kellogg's pack Two scoops I'll Keep them coming back For two scoops of plump juicy raisins Steve In Kellogg's Raisin
3: Bran You've come a long way, baby To get where you got to
0: Who could possibly forget? Double your pleasure, double your
2: fun with double, good, double, good, double mint gum.
0: Love those jingles. I remember them all. Oh, yeah, even that Virginia Slims one. You know, hey, you got your own cigarette, baby. <laughs> just just kind of wrong on today's standards. Anyway, she worked with her husband a lot as well. He was an arranger. And they just... Really, don't make jingles like that anymore, it seems. Rest in peace, Ruth, and condolences to the whole Marks family. All right, coming up on today's show, Coach Pete Deruda explaining in a different way just what front-end loads are all about. Mark Giel's has a great explanation of what segmented money can do to get you all the way through retirement. Eric Carney explains just what sequence of returns are all about. And Dave Perkins takes us back to 1962. I've got a brand-new Brokers Behaving Badly. All right, let's get this pizza cooking. And for that, we turn to America's Wealth Coach and bestselling author, Coach Pete Deruda. The show is Financial Safari. And in this clip, Coach, our newest advisor at Capital Financial, Rick Crater, he's from the Wilmington office, and Thomas Lipscomb are talking about Disney World. And then Coach ties it all into retirement
4: planning. So you took your daughter to Disney World. You took your family to Disney World. You obviously had those entry costs. Were all, were, was that the all-inclusive cost? Did that cover your, your food, your, your hotel, everything? Or
5: One can dream, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that's just half the battle, we say, right? Or even, not even half battle. Everything costs money in there. Mm. It would be great to pay one entry fee and have everything included, but uh, no, that's not the way it is. No. That's it's called not. a front-end load when you pay to get in. The problem is there's also a a during you're in there load, which means everything you you want, you have to pay money for. So Mm -hmm. if you have different accounts, different financial accounts, we see the same thing. Some of you listening may have paid to get into your current financial products, or maybe you paid an advisor to put a plan together for you. By the way, a plan that we could have done at no cost if you had been listening to the radio. Mm -hmm. So uh, someone asked one time, so why does my advisor or why did my advisor or the guy that I'm looking at being my advisor, why did he charge me? $2,500 Twenty five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars for a financial plan that you say you do at no cost, Coach Pete. Well, the reason why, Thomas, the only thing I can see is it's it's almost like a it's a hook we call it, Rick, because if you can if they can get you to write a check to them for five thousand dollars for a financial plan, you're probably going to use them for financial planning as well because you don't want to quote unquote waste that money. Right, you
4: want to get your money's <laughs> worth.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Are you really getting your money's worth if you overpaid for a plan to begin with, and now they put you in a plan plan that doesn't make any sense? No, to me. So, again, we we specialize in doing a lot of second opinions, and, and we give you the option to see in writing what your current plan is doing and what it should look like in the future or what it may look like or steps you can take to minimize the downward draw on some of them like if you have a lot of financial termites in your account we're going to talk about financial termites here on the show too. Mm-hmm. Financial termites are taxation, inflation, risk fees, commissions. Those are all bad things. Just like termites in a house will eat away your house, those things I just mentioned can eat away your portfolio value. We don't want that to happen. We really don't. We want you to be comfortable knowing that the plan you have is the plan you deserve and the plan you can take all the way through your retirement. Rick we, we hear about retirement planning, but it seems like a lot of folks out there who say they're retirement planners are basically selling products.
4: Right, right. And it's basically they're just take, taking one thing and trying to um, take a square peg and fit
5: it into a round <laughs> hole. <laughs> mm. I tried yeah. that when I was a little baby yeah. at the time. I mean, I tried to, like, put the little shapes in, inside that little ball cube thing, you <laughs> right. know, Fisher-Price thing. And every now and then I, I, I was successful. There. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smashed <laughs> a few fingers along the way. So it's, it's just not fun to not really know what our accounts are going to do for us. And that's Mm. the number one thing. When I talk to folks about it's confusion and misrepresentation, a lot of times people hear something, or maybe they thought they heard their advisor say something and advisor will deny it. If you don't have it in writing, you really can never prove that they gave you the plan. So getting a plan in writing, having it, have some guarantees built in it, having your money be able to grow when you're not needing it, protect that growth though. Don't give the growth back. And then, when you decide, you activate it and you get a lifetime income you can never outlive. Thomas, how important is that?
4: Uh, it's hugely important. It goes back to the story of my father who lost quite a bit of retirement savings there right before the 7 08 crash because... He- like most of us, he had his 401k, his IRA provided. Uh, this was a 401k provided through his company. And it didn't have what you're talking about, Coach. It, it, it didn't have where, where if the bottom fell out, he didn't yeah. have that cushion. And so when it did fall out, he lost massive amounts of his retirement savings. Call that a
5: safety net, right? Mm-hmm. So have a safety net built in your plan, but also make sure your plan's going to do what it is supposed to be doing. And if it isn't, what's the best time to find out, Rick? It's right now. Mm-hmm. And then we can get you on that right path. Let
0: Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial create your safety net for retirement. Call them at 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 600-700. Financial Safari airs on radio stations all around the country. Better yet, you can find the podcast, Financial Safari, wherever you get your podcast, be it Apple, iHeart, Amazon, wherever you find yours. Subscribe to it, and we'll be happy to deliver it to you each and every week free of charge. PIZZA! Mark Geels is next. The show, Mark on Money. In this clip, Mark is relating a story about one of his clients and how, by segmenting his retirement portfolio, he can get all the way through retirement and still have money left when he passes away.
3: And uh, so, I was just meeting with a client the other day, and you know, we've we have a written plan for him, and uh, you know, he he you know did his thing his whole life, and and uh, you know, he, he's been a client for. Uh, 15 years now, we're on his third bucket of money in the income distribution plan. And so he said, uh, people have asked him, um, you know, well, how's it going at EFS? He says, well, I don't know exactly how it works. I just know I've got these buckets of money and, you know, I, I, you know, I'm on my third bucket now and, uh, you know, it's working good. I've got just as much money now as when I started retirement. In fact, I've got quite a bit more, so I, I it's all going just good. So, <laughs> you know, i mean that's fantastic that's what it should be right right and but it's written down and so i can show it to him and say okay here's where we were when we started you know here's what we've done over the last 15 years here's where we're at today and here's the road that we're going down um you know and it's working out you know the way that you know we wanted it to work out and uh so he was happy i was happy and yeah but it's it's getting that plan written out um you know, and part of that is trying to figure out, you know, you know, how much money do you want to spend in retirement? Well, you know, one of it is really coming up and documenting what your budget is going to be. Um, and that's that's also an opportunity to really imagine what your life is going to look like. And, and uh, you can get more efficient about your spending, but you should be able to figure out, you know, what what you're going to um Spend in retirement, and I say budgeting isn't that difficult. People are like, oh, budgeting's like a four-letter word. They, don't, they just don't want to talk about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's really simply about not having to track every nickel and dime that you spend. It's really about keeping track of your irregular expenses, the expenses that you don't spend every month. Because those are the ones that can derail you and those are the ones that you have to, you know, really budget for, set money aside. Um, So, for instance, home repairs, home remodeling, you know, car expenses, a new car, uh, vacations, you know, gifts, um, unexpected things for medical costs, you know, dental expenses, vision expenses, you know, those Things that do not occur on a monthly basis—you don't have to budget for gas and and you know food and utilities and your cell phone bill and you know all those stuff because it, it's pretty much even. I mean, you're going to spend about the same amount of money every month. Yes, it's some maybe one month it's a little bit more, and the next month is a little bit less, but those things are are pretty much a monthly a monthly expense. You don't have to budget for those because those are really there. You know, you have to budget for those things that are the unexpected ones.
0: And those are the ones that <laughs> that can really mess up a plan. But, it, well, could mess up a budget. But if you have a plan, then you've budgeted for that. And right. And you can yeah. make that happen. Yeah,
3: yeah. So it's it's not as difficult as what it it really um, may, in your mind, um, you may make it out to be.
0: Mark's 30-plus years in the business certainly gives him a unique perspective. Mark Gills and Mark on Money can be heard Sunday mornings at 7.30 on KSCJ, 1360 AM and 94.9 FM in the Sioux City, Iowa. Visit their website. You can find all of the radio shows. That is EFS, the number four, the letter U, dot com. That's EFS, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Pizza! Now let's take a trip with Dave Perkins all the way back to 1962. Through the years. Let's take a trip
3: back in, time. back in time. Where were you in 62?
2: you in 62 or were you in 62? It was a busy year, some good, some bad, some weird. Godspeed, John Glenn. That was a good. The space race with the Soviet Union was in full swing. The U.S. started catching up. John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth and got a ticker tape parade for doing it. The Dow closed the year at a whopping 652. Inflation was at 1.20%. Average cost of a new house, 12,500, which is good because average yearly income, was only 5,500. And now, the weird. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Marilyn Monroe's Happy iconic birthday. rendition of Happy Birthday is sung to President Kennedy. He may have had some splaining to do later that night. The scary. Our resolution will call for the prompt dismantling and withdrawal of all offensive weapons in Cuba. We came to the brink of nuclear war with the Cuban Missile Crisis after the Soviets deployed nuclear missiles in Cuba. Marilyn Monroe also died that year from a barbiturate overdose. Music was all over the place, from the twist to Bruce Chanel's Hey Baby, Little Eva's Locomotion, and even David Rose and the stripper. The number of old age, yeah, they call it that, retired worker beneficiaries increased by 9% in 1962. The average old age benefit amount went up each month to reach 76.19 in December 1962. Movies included The Manchurian Candidate, Mutiny on the Bounty, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Best Picture, *Lawrence of Arabia. And finally, the popular toy in 1962, the Super Bowl. So good point at which to bounce back. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. At Pizza.
0: Now let's join Eric Carney in Southwest Florida and his show, Wealth Works Radio. In this clip, we're talking about sequence of returns, and Eric has a pretty good analogy of just how that works. Who
1: would have thought that over two years ago, you could refinance your home for 2.9%? Right. I never would have thought that. I thought interest rates were already low enough. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they go even lower. Um, who would have known that two years ago, a million dollar home would be selling for $1.5 million and people would be coming in overbidding, above asking, and paying cash for it, right? Yeah, yeah who knew that? Right. And so that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the real estate market get overheated. People are overpurchasing. And I'll tell you what, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who will be sorry in another 10 to 12 months when prices drop. And they're going to be like, holy cow. I mean, talk about overpaying right now. And so again, I think in a 10 to 12 year period, or 10 to 12 month period, prices are going to significantly drop and they're going to kind of come back to normal. I'm not saying that real estate is going to be expensive. I think that going forward, This has gotten to be one of our clients' goals. We want to make sure that our children or grandchildren can afford a home. We've never heard that as much as before as we have in the past six months. So again, that's another type of inflation that you've got to be worried about as well.
0: And, you know, I think you alluded to this, but we talk about sequence of returns, and now more than ever, we've got to look at that and make sure that things are going to be okay.
1: So, yeah, people want to understand sequence of returns, and it's how to make withdrawals safely over a period of time. And what you're doing is is you're actually creating a systematic way to pull out money from your account while creating sustainability and longevity. In other words, there's an actual system there that you have in place that you're putting into check and essentially that process is taking you through a series of steps that actually make sense. And, And a good example is imagine an airline pilot and there's three events. You check the plane, you check the fuel gauge, you fill the fuel tank, And you take off that makes sense, right? Steve, Sure, exactly logical. Check the fuel, fill the tank, take off. That sequence of events provides a safe and a reasonable outcome. Now, if you take the same three events, but you change the order, think about this. You take off, you check the plane fuel gauge and you attempt to fill the tank. Same events, but a very different outcome. Because once you're in the air, obviously you cannot refuel, right? And so what's happening is, is that you want to understand the sequence of events, the sequence of returns. You want to understand why you're decumulating from this account and not this one. And so... Again, the average millionaire in retirement has seven streams of income. How are you going to manipulate those and use those to your best advantage through good markets, through flat markets, through down markets, through interest rate changes? You know, what used to be fixed income is now broken income. And you've got interest rates that are absolutely wreaking havoc in the fixed income world. And people still have not caught up to that. And so it was years ago where we increased the equity positions in our portfolio. And now you're starting to see people saying, oh, geez, I really need to make some changes here.
0: It's never too late to make changes in your plan that can help you have the kind of retirement you've always wanted. You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. Catch his podcast for the complete show. You'll find it wherever you download your podcasts, be it Apple or iHeart, wherever. You can subscribe to it, and it'll be delivered to your phone each and every week. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E R I C k-e-a-r-n-e-y advisor.com and you can also find him on tv every weekend check your guide and set your dvr you can call him or text him here at 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 600-700
4: pizza the financial safari news network presents brokers (laughs) behaving badly Here's another case of if the
0: guy would have spent as much time doing the right thing instead of the wrong thing, he might have been just as successful. Here's the story of Martin Ruiz. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office in New York, Ruiz and his advisory firm, Carter Bain Wealth Management, convinced more than a dozen clients to invest over $10 million in what he called Ram Fund, an investment fund through the purchase of limited partnership interests. On the surface nothing wrong with that it's what he didn't do that got him into trouble he neglected to tell the clients that he controlled the fund he was supposed to invest the money in legitimate investment projects and in real estate he wound up transferring more than eight million dollars from that fund through a series of entities that he controlled Officials say he spent the bulk of the money on personal expenses, including buying a home, to cover rent on several apartments, because we all need more than one of those. And he also paid his personal credit card bills and more, of course. Now, the SEC say he fleeced as many as 56 investors out of at least $10.6 million between March of 2011 through early 2021. So for 10 years, this guy took other people's money and spent it as he wished. According to the SEC, has used some of the money for Ponzi-like payments to give the illusion that some were actually making money. They weren't. Instead, that money went to pay off his school loans. Apparently, he missed the lesson on the Golden Rule. A court date is pending. It's just one more reason to make sure you are dealing with a true fiduciary, and don't be afraid to look them up on BrokerCheck. One final clip and we will join Coach Pete DeRuta, Rick Crater, and Thomas Lipscomb once again. The conversation surrounds what do you really want in retirement and how important that is so that your advisor can create the right plan for you.
5: We need to understand the questions we're going to ask, but we need our advisor to understand the questions as well. But we need to know what we want to do in retirement before we can start asking questions.
4: Makes sense. Yep. So
5: my the first question, and Rick, you, you asked these questions as well. because You and I talked about this. But number one is, what was your philosophy for retirement? Well, because when you're younger and you're planning for retirement, what's your philosophy for it? In other words, what do you want to do in it? Well, you know, when do you want to retire? Well, of course, that changes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Think about this. How many people have asked themselves when they want to retire in their lives and actually retired when they said they wanted to oh that'd be an interesting question it would be an interesting question now part two of that question though what was your philosophy for retirement or what is your philosophy for retirement depending on if you are there or not there part two is what did you want to do in retirement which is a big one do you want to sit around the house and watch reruns of jerry springer because you can do that all you want it's pretty cheap Hmm, sure. Just need a TV, some air conditioner, and a good, uh, good refrigerator stocked with stuff.
4: Yep.
5: <laughs> and a good water heater. There's my retirement. <laughs> well, what, what do people normally
4: respond when you talk to them? Because this is interesting. I can imagine you can get some people who want to run down or basically tell you their bucket list, and then you have another group of people who probably want to describe an average day to you. Right. And, and
0: I'll get a, a varied uh, various uh, responses. A lot of folks just give you that blank stare.
5: I really haven't thought about that. Yeah. And hmm. then, you
4: yeah. know, you tell the difference between the ones that have actually put some
2: thought into it as well. But,
5: okay. But you really have have thought even if you say you're not thinking about it you really have because i mean that's what you're constantly thinking about what to do where to put your money why you're putting your money there how you're going to get there <laughs> how you're going to get money when you're in retirement right, right. so if you have if you have a good retirement plan put together all you have to do is tell us what when you're ready to retire and we just start making sure those checks get to your mailbox every that. single month for the rest of your life we call that Financial fill-up strategy, and if you don't have a financial fill-up strategy, then you really don't have a retirement plan, in my opinion.
4: No, I agree, and, and you're not just talking about Social Security here, are you?
5: No, no. Social Security is a good, a good money to have, sure, and it's good to maximize that money, but that will pay the bills usually, like the living, like the utility bill, and hopefully the the rent or the the mortgage payment or the tax on the house or whatever. But it's not going to do the fun things. It's not going to be. It's not. It wasn't designed to be your vacation account. Certainly not, no. Or let's say you have plenty of money coming in to pay the expenses. Well, maybe your Social Security money can be the slush fund. But if you don't have any other accounts, the Social Security is going to not only be the, the account that's paying all the necessities, you're also going to be depending on it to pay for the fun stuff, and you're going to overheat that account. It's not going to be anything left. Right. There's not going to be mm. any money there when you need it the most. So yeah. we don't want our money disappearing right when we need it the most. Makes a lot of sense. That was a Randy Van Horner song, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> Randy Van Horner. Wonderful song there. (laughs) Rick, I saw you dancing around a little bit (laughs) with that. Don't (laughs) tell anybody. You weren't supposed to tell anybody. Do you remember (laughs) that song? I do remember that song. Yeah, yeah, So, So, again... What do you want to do in retirement? I mean, before you can think about planning for retirement, as far as money-wise, we need to decide what you want to do in retirement. I know that changes a lot, too. changes all the time, Rick. Absolutely. But
0: Coach Pete and the team begin that process of creating the right plan for you. Call them 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 600-700. Financial Safari can be heard on stations around the country. Better yet, just subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll go ahead and deliver it to you, no problem. And so that's it. Episode 117 of Financial Pizza is cooked to perfection, boxed up and ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country every week. And it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, and who wouldn't, just subscribe to it and I'll make sure it gets to your podcast collection automatically. You can find it on Apple, iHeart, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. And as long as you're subscribing, rate and share it. That's really cool. If you do that, there's plenty of pizza to go around. So be generous share. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling or texting 800-662-6808. You can text pizza to 600-700. Now, I've also got links to all the advisors listed in the show in the notes of this podcast. And you can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com or on Twitter at Steve Siddall. I want to thank Dave Perkins for that look back at 1962. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It all originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I'll be back again next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Zidall.
3: Pizza.
2: Coach P Radio.